Hello, America. Great to be with you. Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. It's really, really good to be with you. We are brought to you by the best durable food company in the world. And I really hope you hear what I'm saying. We are headed towards dramatic food shortages. I have covered this, oh, for years, but I've covered it dramatically in the last year because it's clear where the Biden administration is going. We had over 200 destroyed food processing plants, just as an example, not one federal investigation. And maybe it is all just a big coincidence. I mean, people do win billion-dollar lotteries against all odds, but 200, really? And then, of course, our cattle populations at an all-time low. Mm -hmm. Should I go on? Uh, The government has announced that they want to embrace the Bill Gates, let's dim the sun. Uh, They've been doing that for over 30 years, by the way. Uh, And we have documented that here, too. That will cut crop yield. I could go on and on and on. I I could probably list 50 things right off the top of my head. Uh, You absolutely need to have storable food. You better find a place to hide it, too. Because I'm telling you, the food hoarding laws, when they have control, they're, in my humble opinion, because this is what past dictatorial governments do when they're trying to get control of a country that was formerly free, that's what they do. And so you need to pay attention to what I'm telling you. My Patriot Supply is the best there is. There's not even another one worth considering. Price, taste, inventory, deliverability, uh, customer friendly, this is what they are. 25-year shelf life with the product, 2,000 calories per day because you're eating to stay alive. Uh, You also will get lots of variety in the food, so you won't habituate to the food and keep, uh, well, some people will actually stop eating because they can't stand to keep eating the same thing. Won't happen here. And not only that, they have great specials. So go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And please believe me, prepare to do this or prepare to stand in a Biden food line. And I think you know how that's going to work out. Uh, Can you say riots in the streets? Oh, they're coming. They're coming. And uh, that's why we say together, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Preparewithdave.com while you still can. CBDC gets in. CBDC gets in. Fed coins already here. Fed now. It's already started. When CBDC gets phased in in the five phases, game over preparewithdave.com. All right. Um, Yesterday, I did a three-parter on RFK. And I broached a topic. I said, I believe firmly, not just from rumors I'm hearing, this is what logistically makes sense. Joe Biden is polling at 30%, and that's in the mainstream media. It's probably closer to 10 to 12%. Who votes for their own impoverishment? Who votes out of the two-thirds of Americans living paycheck to paycheck? And a quarter of Americans that don't have enough money to have a bank account. Who in the hell would vote for an administration that did that to me? Exactly. Almost nobody. And then you have his reprehensible behavior, the behavior of his son, the Biden crime family, all the congressional testimony that points to this. Overwhelmingly, I might add. Uh, he's polling at about 10 to 12 percent in real in realistic terms. And the only people that vote for him are just diehard Democrats people that are hate Trump so much that they'll vote for their own death before they have Donald Trump. And that's how I see this. So what you really need to, to look at here, ladies and gentlemen, is they have to have a desperate strategy. One, they can create such chaos that there won't be an election. And I think that's a possibility. We have pointed to the meeting that's going to take place 
with First World Nations for international cooperation of policing. That's one of the goals. And that's taking place in September of 2024, two months before our election. The globalist movement must have an end to the Constitution in the United States before the coming election, or they ain't going to win. And right now, um, <laughs> you, you can only fudge the results for so long against so many odds. So what could you do to change the odds? Now, this is what I told you yesterday. I didn't develop the idea, but I said a third party is coming. A third party of who will draw crossover voters from the GOP, traditional GOP people that are disgusted with the lies. Now, Donald Trump will be defamed so much that he'll probably turn off a good portion of the population to him with all the indictments, even though the indictments are baseless, even though the indictments single him out for what every other president in recent times has done, doesn't make any difference. They're going to smear his name and try to grab votes that way. But then they need another game changer because I don't think that'll tip the scales enough because Trump's popularity did what when they started indicting? It went up. Now, there is a point of diminishing returns where Trump will stop realizing these bumps and you'll start to see a decline because people will be saturated with wrongdoing, 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 wrongdoing. Oh, he's a criminal. They're trying to do to him what Congress has done to Joe Biden and his family. Okay, So that's the strategy there. But they need to be able to grab more votes away from the Republicans because they can't fudge the results enough with the numbers we're looking at. So what they have to do is, like I said, either not have an election because of some crisis situation like nuclear war uh, stemming out of the Ukraine conflict. I mean, I'm just throwing something off the top of my head, but there needs to be a circumstance. But what's more likely and what will get less resistance is if there is a third party. And this is what I brought up yesterday. And I'm telling you who's going to head the third party. It's going to be a four-headed monster in my estimation. For sure, I'm correct about the three heads. Okay? And it won't be the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. To believe me, it'll be just the opposite. RFK, Tulsi Gabbard, probably Joe Manchin, definitely Kirsten Cinema. Now, I'm going to use one variable here to analyze this, because some people mostly said, Dave, I see your point about the third party. Absolutely has to happen. Okay, now I'm going to give you a mechanism that is like the blood pressure of this movement. Okay, so if I take your blood pressure on a consistent basis before exercise, during exercise, after exercise, I get baseline measures on you. And then we can kind of see how you're doing as you progress with your workout program. And we can start to tell you things about your lung capacity, your heart health, and so forth. And we can get a general picture of your health prior to doing blood work, which, by the way, everyone should be doing. Now, we're going to take the health of this potential third party and just use one variable to analyze it. And this is the blood pressure. It's gun control. There's a reason there's a Second Amendment to the Constitution. It's not because we like mass shootings like Virginia Tech, Columbine, and so forth. It's not because we like that. We deplore that. The answer to that very clearly is to arm police in the schools. That's your deterrent. Gun-free zones create victims rather than having trained personnel that can defend that you could depend on for the most part, with a few exceptions. That's the answer. Now, that's a different argument. What I'm going to get to right now is RFK's view. He hasn't even backed off of this. I'm taking assault weapons, but watch how he defines assault weapons in the past. Uh, I got a gun. It can assault you. Therefore, it's an assault weapon. I take your gun. That's gun confiscation. 
Tulsi Gabbard was the same way prior to the 2016 election. She wanted guns so heavily regulated that very few people would ever have one. And then you've got uh, Kirsten Cinema right there with them, right there with them, and Joe Manchin right there with them. Now, let's talk about the importance of the Second Amendment. This is why this is the blood pressure statistic for this group. The, the founding fathers wanted a Second Amendment, not because they were worried that that have to be needed for foreign invasion. Well, today, with a number of Chinese crossing our border, I am concerned. I am very concerned about that. I think we may need to survive at some point in time in a world war, a Minuteman force in this country, similar to what we had in 1776. That's one reason to have the Second Amendment. The second reason, though, is not about foreign involvement foreign invasion, defense against foreigners. It's far more important. It's standing up to tyranny. Your own government. That's right. Oh, no, this is not a video encouraging insurrection. I'm giving you real history. Madison and Jefferson both wrote that we're not really concerned about the invasion of the French or the British we're concerned that people are armed because of what could happen. And Jefferson went further. And you may remember this quote, we have to prune the tree every so often. That means we might need a revolution every 20 years. Now, I think he was speaking a little bit in hyperbole with the time frame, but he is correct that eventually power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. This is what he was worried about. And this is what Madison was worried about. And George Washington was swayed to this particular opinion as well, because he understood the importance of self-defense against a tyrannical government like the British, who, you know, the British, did they commit war crimes? Damn right they did. Yeah, we've seen the historical depictions of people locked in their churches and burned to death because they were patriot communities. We've seen it. And they were the ruling authority on this continent, um, with a few French exceptions, and a few Spanish exceptions, but they were the ruling authority and they committed horrible abuses against the American people. The University of Hawaii did a project study called the Democide Project, still ongoing, decades long. And you can look it up. The University of Hawaii Democide Project. This is done by professional researchers with historical backgrounds who know how to do data. And what they did is they they answered a question to start the study, and then the study expanded. What's more dangerous to a citizen of a nation? Is it its own government or is it a major war? And they found convincingly in the 20th century, it was the government, democide, death by government. Governments murder many, many more people than are killed in wars. Many more, many times more. Now, here's an interesting statistic. There were 16 uh, genocides in the 20th century. The most famous, of course, was the Holocaust and what Hitler did with the Jews and gypsies and homosexuals and political dissidents. And it added up to about 12 million people, and half of those were Jewish. Those are the historical numbers. You know, people can fudge the numbers all they want and be Holocaust deniers and all that, but history has spoken and uh, my family escaped that tyranny. You know, they weren't Jewish, but with their last name being Freiburg, because the E and the I were reversed, they weren't Jewish, but um, they were mistaken for Jewish. A couple businesses got burned down by radicals before Hitler came to power. And I said, that's it. We're out of here. Extended family came to America. 
So this is in my family history. People didn't need to tell me what the history is. I grew up hearing it. And the history books were largely accurate in the 1960s and 70s. And then the liberals got a hold of it in the indoctrination camp movement of our public schools. Now, having said that, the University of Hawaii Democide Project showed that one variable preceded a genocide, democide, death by government. And you know what that was? It was called gun confiscation. Let me put an, another way to look at this. People like RFK Jr., Tulsi Gabbard, Kirsten Sinema, and Joe Manchin were in charge. Oh, they appear to be populists. You know what those four people are? They're communitarians. And most people don't understand the use of the term communitarian. They are a communitarian. You're saying, what do you mean? Okay, we have in this country, if we're following it, constitutional law, which basically means this, that your rights are protected. It's not 51% democracy, okay? You know, you know what democracy is with popular rule without a constitution? It's two wolves and a sheep deciding who's for dinner. What we're not talking about right here with these four Democrats, they're the wolves. And they believe that if they can outnumber somebody or gain control of the decision-making process, irrespective of num numerical advantage, which is what's going on today, they can force their will on the American people. The woke movement's a good example of that. And if you don't think the wokesters are way outnumbered by everybody else, just look at what happens to corporations when they cross the line too far in the public's opinion and what's happened to their bottom line. That shows you the wokesters are in the extreme minority. Now, if you're a constitutionalist, you believe in the sanctity of rights for everybody, regardless of their views, as long as their views aren't harming anybody. Okay, and that happens to be the position of this show. We believe in the sanctity of individual decision making, regardless of whether it's popular, but it does not uh, is not allowed to create victims. Okay. Now, having said that disclaimer, here's the deal. Communitarian law, which Kennedy, Gabbert, and the rest that would form this party, communitarian law is what they really believe in. Oh, the Europeans are classic communitarians. Oh, you have freedom of speech. You have right to private property. You want to know how good their right to private property is? Oh, if we say you have it, you have it. But if we say you don't, you don't. The Netherlands. First, oh, your cows fart too much. We got to get rid of most of your cows. And then it was, oh, we got to get rid of all your cows. Now we got to take your farmland. And then we're going to take away your freedom of speech rights because you're protesting too much. That's what's gone on in the Netherlands. As long as, in other words, your rights only exist if they're in the common good. And let me put this another way, accurately. Your rights only exist if they're in the communist good. What serves us, the ruling class, the elite, the people behind the scenes who sponsor the politicians? That's when your rights exist. And that's what this nation's moving into right now. This is the Bolshevik communist transition to communitarian law. Communitarian. Doesn't that sound a lot like communist? Spelled very much the same way in the first two syllables. Ladies and gentlemen, these people I've mentioned will sing a good game. Oh, yeah, so we love democracy, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh-huh, until it doesn't fit their needs, and then they'll take everything away from you. This is who a Democrat is. Now, I'd say right now 80% of the Republicans have joined the party. 
because they can't beat them, join them. And we need those corporate sponsorships and those wokester corporations that are controlled by ESG ratings will totally screw me in the next election unless I sing their tune. Oh, I'll pretend to say the right things. I'll participate in congressional hearings that expose wrongdoing of the ruling class. But at the end of the day, I won't do a damn thing. That means your gun rights will be taken from you. I'm very serious. Your gun rights will be taken from you, and every American will be subject to genocide by people who don't like them, don't like their views. Uh, Let's just get rid of those people. And tell me you haven't seen those people in the streets of Portland and Seattle who would not hesitate. Oh, my broadcast partner over on the Doug and Dave Intel Report, Doug Thornton, was a supervisor in Portland with DHS. Um, Let me tell you how bad it was. They would catch people with Molotov cocktails, other incendiary devices, and other weapons that could kill. Not guns, but other weapons that could kill. And they would arrest these people for attacks upon police officers, only to have Merrick Garland and the DHS just say, that's okay. Let them go. No charges brought. Because they serve the needs of the elite that want to change this country through a cultural revolution we call Maoist cultural revolution. Are you beginning to connect the dots here with what I'm saying, but it all stems around protection of the second amendment. I don't need to go any farther than that right now. These Democrats I've mentioned are not populist or not to be trusted. And you need to repeat this story over and over and over. I'm predicting that if we stay neutral and silent on the danger as these people potentially pose, I mean, come on, Tulsi Gabbard speaking at CPAC. Listen, there are a lot of people who like Tulsi Gabbard. She's easy to be taken in by. She's easy on the eyes. She's articulate. She's highly intelligent, thinks quickly on her feet, but she's as liberal as the day is long, regardless of the BS game she's playing now since post-2016. She's serving Democratic operatives, and if they gain control, these people will be rewarded for their role in third-party politics. They are today's brown shirts. This is really a scary time that we are living in right now. This is why I'm predicting the rise of the third party to split the vote. Have we ever seen it before? Oh, yeah, the uh, 1912 election. And then go forward to 1992. H.W. Bush was a bad dude, but not a nice man. He was a criminal. However, and by the way, his CIA activities really convict him of what I'm telling you. But there's another more important point here. You had Clinton, who never met a communist ideal he didn't like. Clinton made it possible for the mainstream media to be grabbed by a few people. That's right. You could only own one TV station, one radio station, one newspaper in a particular metropolitan market. Couldn't own one, couldn't own two, and you couldn't own two separate venues like radio, TV, TV, newspaper. Couldn't do that. Nope. Wasn't allowed until he came along and changed all this. Now we have six corporations controlling 98% of the media, and you wonder why you have a propaganda factory why there's no real investigative journalism anymore except on our side of the fence. Yeah, exactly. So you need to hear what I'm saying. We can stop this third-party movement set to deceive the American voters in a time when I don't think any Democratic Party candidate could legitimately get 25% of the vote. We need to kill their third party. Let's split the Republican vote. If they got 20%, they'd have a fighting chance. Ross Perot got 20% in a terrible campaign that he quit, tried to come back, and he still got 20% of the vote. Let's say these people get 30% pissed off nation, or what about 40%? Game over, Democrats win. 
they won't win, but the Democratic candidate will. Please, please repeat this story by sharing this video over and over and over. This is a seed that needs to be planted. And I'm going to come back here in another three months, and I'll probably talk about the same thing. I'm going to come back in six months and do the same thing. I am absolutely convinced this is what's going on. Why? Because my first undergraduate degree was in history. I know how this works because I have studied it. And I know about splitting the vote about politics in this manner. And we are in the right condition for this to happen. Oh, you don't believe me. Does RFK sound anything like a Democrat now? Does Tulsi Gabbard? Well, what were they before 2016? Exactly. A leopard doesn't change their spots. Please share this far and wide. Well, that's it for the Common Sense Show. Please, again, share this far and wide. We also have a TV show. Here we do the news. There we do in-depth analysis, similar to this, only in much more depth. And we often bring in an expert to help us navigate these unprecedented times that we live in. We've never lived through a time like this in America, ever. And I believe people need help in understanding it. Um, And honestly, too, I have to tell you, I'm not as quick on the draw as I wished I was. I see things happening. I go, this seems out of place. But sometimes it takes me months to connect the dots. And I'm trained in this. Academically, I'm trained in this. I've taught this. When I was a young high school teacher, I taught history and government. Okay, now as I began to teach post-secondary, and then with psychology, stat, and research, which, by the way, really pulled things together for me. And and it gives me a good perspective to really see this movement for what it is. And RFK is as charismatic as any Kennedy out there. He speaks his mind well. He's in tremendous physical shape. He exudes elderly youthfulness. He has a lot going for him. I mean, just like Tulsi Gabbard, there are people that look at and they say, yeah, they're impressive. They are impressive. The problem is, is their souls are inherently evil. They serve an entity that none of us want to live under. We'll see you back here next time. Don't forget the commonsenseshow.tv. Sign up today. You'll get a lot from it.